Welcome to the Clear Money Mindset Christmas Edition. Today, I am joined by Andrea and Victoria, our wonderful staff here at Davies Financial, to do a Christmas edition of the podcast 2.0. So welcome again to the podcast. Thanks. So excited to be here. Oh, you should be. It's It was one of our most listened to podcasts last year. That tells us something about our, fin- our financial advice, I guess, <laughs> that our Christmas edition was the most listened to podcast, or at least it was in the top. Um, but we're excited to do it again. I don't know if I think you guys are excited to be here as well. All right. So Christmas shopping. Has everyone done their Christmas shopping already? Have you even started? Do you know what you're going to buy? Yeah, I'm a little bit behind this year on my Christmas shopping, so I will probably have to do some last-minute things in the next couple weekends or during the week. But I will say I did manage to get my hands on the annual uh, Swarovski Crystal uh, Snowflake or Star Ornament, which I've been collecting since 2008. I've managed to collect almost all of them except for two, which now I kind of regret that I didn't, didn't get them buy. at that time because if you want to try to get it now, it is quadruple the amount of money on eBay. Um, they're collector's items, but they're always a fun thing that I enjoy buying for myself. <laughs> well, I have a theory, never buy anything you can't pronounce, so I own none of them. <laughs> Victoria, what about you? Almost almost done? Um I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping, definitely pretty far behind. We got a little bit sidetracked with a um, unexpected home renovation that has turned into a several week long ordeal. So hopefully we can get started on some of that soon or we'll be doing a lot more online shopping towards the end. But your home renovations have created some great elf on the shelf uh, ideas Yes, uh, everything. It's amazing how much, you know, you can take an elf and put it with a drill. You can take an elf and put it with some compound. You can take an elf and tape it to the window to with the painter's window. tape. I, I saw that one last night. I was like, that's a little questionable. This poor thing stuck to the window the whole night long, freezing in the cold. But he looked happy, so it's fine. <laughs> well, I, I'm i uh, looking forward to starting Christmas shopping. So that's kind of where I'm at with everything. But um, So... Speaking of Christmas shopping, um, we all have things that we've gotten in past Christmases that are memorable, that have stuck in our mind. Mine, um, I'll just give it away first before I ask you to, is uh, I think ping pong table. That was something we got. And there, I don't know if there was another gift we got as kids that we used so much for so long, for so many years. Um, We had a lot of fun on that. Gifts with longevity. Yes. It's hard to find that. It's It's hard to find a gift that lasts more than two weeks. And then even as a kid, you feel a little guilty, right? Like, I need to play with this thing because... (laughs) My family would have just, like, run around hitting each other with the paddles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not saying we didn't. That was what longevity was. (laughs) We did enjoy the game as well. What about you, Andrea? Well, you see, in my household, there were four girls, and uh, my parents were not very keen about uh, digital gaming devices and electronic gaming devices, so um, we didn't really have any. But one Christmas, my parents decided that they would, you know, kind of, you know, break their rule about it, and they got us these Tetris uh, electronic. They looked kind of like... I don't know. They had a flip. I don't even know the brand of it, but I was just thrilled that I had my own, you know, 
gaming device, which only had Tetris on it, but I, I had one. <laughs> this year, she's buying herself a PS4, an Xbox, and a Nintendo <laughs> Switch all in one. What about you, Victoria? Um, my, my standout gift, I guess, was when I was younger, I got this doll. Her name was PJ Sparkles. Uh, <laughs> this plastic, hard plastic... Um, flashy earrings, flashy heart, flashy hair. That like, sounds just like something you would like. Yes, it, it's, I still have her to this day. And, um, you know, me and my sister have, have removed some of sometime. her hair, cut a lot of it off <laughs> at this point. I don't even know if she works, but, uh, you know, I'm sure the good would shine through still. <laughs> Things from the past seem to still have a, a way of working after... After years and years and years, so who knows? It could be a Christmas miracle. You could, you could make a Christmas video up of you firing up the PJ Sparkle for the first time since 1975. I mean, if any 75, I'm just I was gonna say okay, maybe uh, maybe calm her down on that. Eh? I'm sorry. Well, we are all in our 30s here. So hopefully there there are some people listening who are in the same realm as us. I was thinking, what would have been some popular Christmas gifts back when, I dare say, we were kids? Um, I got a couple here. You can tell me if you remember them. The Talk Boy, remember that? It, it looked like a, um, a Walkman kind of a thing. And it's actually known for, it was on uh, Home Alone 2. He uses it to record and play back throughout the movie. So I remember that. <laughs> there you go. The other one, which I I can remember us playing a lot of, was Pogs. Remember those? Oh yes. It's like, what a ridiculous idea! I'm pretty a bunch sure of... they're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Everything makes its way around. I remember Blacktop Recess, and you brought your Pogs out and see how many more you can collect. And Take home. Popularity was like gauged by like your slammer level. Like remember the big like plastic. Okay, sorry. I do. The problem with me was I was homeschooled, so it was just me and my brother taking each other's back and forth every time we played with each other. <laughs> Tamagotchi. Oh, I had one of those. I did two. not, but I remember them. I also have, still have one, and it's still alive. They, you can get them again, and I just recently oh, no, I've just bought been one for my dad. It for years, it's still going. <laughs> Other big things, I I don't remember this at all, but Lisa Frank backpack. Yeah. No. Yeah. The little colorful like duotangs, and remember, oh, it was always oh, fun. Like you were the cool girls all had that. I mean, like obviously I didn't, but like the you know, cool <laughs> girls definitely did. Furbies. Yes, that was on the list. They cre- they always they, creep me out. I wondered why yeah. anyone would give their child one of those. But that was on that hot list item for Christmas. I, for a couple ear- years, I think. Your earrings don't light up enough for me. I like the sparkle. <laughs> Apparently, the skip it was popular back in the nineties. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Beanie Babies. Those have continued on the portable cd player which is now an antique you can find it in museums across canada gak it's basically the same as that slime stuff yeah. that's all over my house only made you want to throw up um the easy bake oven was massively popular back then and uh my little pony i didn't have one but it was a it was a big thing rollerblades I, it's kind of weird to think that they became popular back when we were kids because it, it seems like they were kind of just always around. 
and then something Andrea probably never heard of when she was a little girl. It's it's called a Game Boy, and it was made by <laughs> Nintendo. It was an electronic device. My cousins had one though, and I would try to see how much time I could <laughs> take away from my cousins and and play with it all weekend long when I was visiting them. So, but GI Joe and Barbie found their popularity then, and uh, slap bracelets, which. I still love any time like one of our kids come home with a slap bracelet. That's I think we should consider getting cool. that as our next merchandise for the office. I mean, like a Davies, Davies financial, financial slap, slap bracelet. bracelet. Yeah, perhaps. Great idea. So that's the best gifts of the '90s. So if you can't think of anything to buy, perhaps you buy a retro gift. Give them something old, vintage, or just pull <laughs> it out of the closet and wrap it again. <laughs> All right. So we have some. Random Christmas facts. Andrea, you're starting us off with that. What do you have? Yes. So the tradition of putting up Christmas trees, um, I don't know if you know where it actually came from. Do you have a guess? Name a country where you think. What's a country that has a lot of trees, Ben? Canada. Okay. Canada (laughs) is our answer. Wrong. (laughs) Actually originated in Germany. And back then, of course, they adorned with fruits and nuts and soon after they began to include paper cutouts and candles and then of course tinsel was also traced back to germany first made of silver in 1610 wow nice Um, an average period of 68 years is required for a christmas tree to be fully grown i assume this is for the real ones the other ones So I've watered our artificial tree seeds for a very long time, and I can tell you it's <laughs> over exciting. six years before they even start to I'm sure it's grow growing it something if you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys have wondered this, but whenever you drive by, like when, when you see a Christmas tree operation like that's up and running, you think like, how, how long did they take and who's going to be willing to plant trees six years before you're even going to make money that's a bit of an odd thing but i'm glad they're there vision you have to have vision so um i have one here hey i'm reading some of these for the first time so i'm so here's a fun fact though the names of the reindeer of santa sound male they are probably all females male reindeer shed antlers during the winter and would not have them during the holiday season girl power i feel like i've been (laughs) lied to the whole time well uh did you know that the x in xmas actually represents the greek letter chi which means christ in greek and that's why uh some people abbreviate christmas as xmas and i did not know that i've it was not just lazy people trying to not have to say (laughs) A full word. <laughs> there you have it. Um, Christmas trees are wholly edible. If <laughs> Who knew? You, if you are into preserving the environment, try it. The needles of the tree provide vitamin C, and if your tree comes with pine cones, you can consume the tr- the pine trees as well. Animals in the zoo are fed Christmas trees. So, part of this I knew. A couple of years back, we went to visit my brother-in-law in New Brunswick, and he took us on a hike through the woods in the snow and when we got to our destination he stopped lit a fire went and got a bunch of spruce um the tips off spruce trees and we put them in a can with some snow 
and boiled it down and made spruce tea. And I have to say, it was actually quite good. There you have it. You have so, to make yourself some spruce tea this Christmas, Victoria. At the very least, hack off a branch or two. morning to do so. <laughs> we tried it with our artificial tree this year. It's a little bit plasticky, but it's still <laughs> relatively good. Especially with good. all the stuff growing on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, close to $6 million are spent on ugly Christmas sweaters during the holiday season. Come on, people. Let's spend our money a little bit better than that. Well, out of the three of us, how many of us have an ugly Christmas sweater? I do not. I do. I also do. So two out of three. Well, uh, according to 2021 Gallup poll, the average American was expected to spend $837 on Christmas gifts. And this number actually has decreased in recent years. In the early 2000s, the average was almost over $1,000. Um, 28 sets of Legos are sold every second during the Christmas season. They are a popular gift. I know we've already bought a couple sets for different kids in our family. So. I mean, pretty much if you can't think of anything to buy, buy Lego. Lego. Mm-hmm. Kids will love it. More than 1.76 billion candy canes are made each year during the Christmas season. That is a lot of candy cane consumption. Mm-hmm. During the Christmas season, Visa cards are swiped or tapped around 6,000 times every minute. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. Okay, and here's a fantastic fact. (laughs) In Japan, the most common Christmas Eve food is fried chicken. And it's all thanks to a marketing strategy from KFC. In fact, KFC records its highest sales on Christmas Eve than on any other day of the year in Japan. Would never have guessed that. I would not have guessed that. This is a tradition I can definitely get on board with. (laughs) The Colonel is the Christmas hero in Japan. All right, we are gonna do something we haven't done. Well, we've only done one Christmas special, so obviously a lot's new for us, but we're gonna do a Christmas trivia. And uh, Victoria, you were the mastermind of this whole thing, so you're gonna start us off by trying to stump us with a couple of Christmas questions. Okay. In the United Kingdom, what do well-behaved kids get in their stockings? In the United Kingdom. An orange. Do you know this? No. It's tangerines. Oh. So it's a little bit zestier than than an orange. (laughs) But, um, you know, sometimes you even gotta think what it takes to get a tangerine to the United Kingdom, no? Yes. That does seem like a does seem like a weird tradition to have for sure. Okay, here's another fun one. What is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Ooh, I would say it's got to be. Um, it's got to be. Uh, oh, why? It's a, it's a Wonderful Life. Or the Christmas Carol. It's good. I would think it's the Christmas Carol. It's the 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 Grinch. <laughs> oh, really? It is. Yeah, like the old what? one. It's the Grinch who stole Christmas. Hmm. I'm assuming grossing probably the more modern version of it. But that is, I wouldn't have thought that. No. Nope. But it is actually quite old. It's a classic too. Everybody knows who the Grinch is. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, I'm going to give you some Christmas trivia regarding music and carols. Um, So, in total, how many gifts were actually given in the 12 days of Christmas? 
Nobody said we had to do math on this podcast. I wasn't ready for that. I don't know. It's got to be a couple hundred. Okay. I'm also going to say somewhere in the hundreds. 364 gifts were given in the 12 days of Christmas. I would tell my true love to back off a bit. I don't need that much stuff in my house. You lost me at the partridge in the pear tree and then you put 10 lords a-leaping and I have no desire for that in my life. Okay, all right. What famous Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from outer space? Uh, Jingle Bells. Ding, ding, ding. What? Yeah, you got it. Nice. Nice one. I did not know that question before we did this. Um, I've got a couple, but they're they're reindeer Christmas trivia. So, which mountains? I didn't even know there were mountains in Canada named after the eight rain original reindeer, but there are mountains in Canada named after the original eight reindeer. Do we need to fact check this? What are they? <laughs> Facebook might for us if we put this up there. Uh, Mount Rudolph. <laughs> no, it's 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 a conglomeration of all of them put together. So it's got it can't be Mount Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas mountains. Oh, of course, seems, of course. Now that you mentioned it, extremely. Likely. All right, here's another one. Um, We should be able to get this. In 1979, I wish I was alive back then, having known this fact now, women's groups, politicians, and seniors organizations protested this Christmas song. I feel like I should be humming. Maybe it's cold outside. I was just about to say the same thing. No. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> My kids' favorite song. They play it all year round. They shouldn't, and you should protest it. Because not only was a female run over by a reindeer, but it was an elderly one. So I think that's the reason for the protests. So there you go. You're celebrating a protested Christmas song. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, so before we're done, we're going to go over some practical things that kind of have to do with money. It's not a it's not a huge money thing, but it's about purchasing stuff online. Uh, Victoria, you have a couple of things that our clients can do to help make sure that they keep their personal information safe as you're doing your online shopping. I will say one way to keep your credit card information safe from a unsafe website is try to shop locally and buy some Christmas gifts in the area, even though you use your debit card and stuff, but it isn't, it is a way to keep your information off the interwebs, if you will. <laughs> but if you're going to shop online, what are some ways we can make sure we stay protected? Um, so one of the big things that you can do, and this is a very little thing, um, in the top corner when you're in a web browser and you're typed in any website, there should be a little lock icon and the HTTP should have an S at the end. And that's actually a secured website. So padlock and S at the end. Yes. 
You should know the merchant and the reputation. So I recently had a situation um, where I ordered from what I thought was an American education company and it um, failed me miserably because we ordered a school bus, which we thought was like a really nice, decent size for my nephew. And uh, it came and it was just... It was um, a toy, right? It, it was a toy. And and we did not know that it was also going to sing and it was not the wheels on the bus go round and round it was um, some songs in cantonese or mandarin <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so make sure make sure you know what you're buying online um avoid offers that seem too good to be true like um 25 dollar ipad or a hundred dollar computer on ebay or whatever um a lot of these offers that are too good to be true usually are, and especially if you're getting them in like an email. I hope in 2022, we're not like clicking on offer links in our email from companies we don't recognize and saying, oh my goodness, I can get an iPad for nearly free if I just give them my bank account number and have have some money wired to them. Don't do any of that kind of thing, please. <laughs> um. So another thing, again, on the uh, internet security level is if you're creating a password for um, any website that's kind of new that you're using, make sure that you make it a different or unique password. Um, definitely not something that you would use regularly because you don't know the security level that the same, if you're using the same password, for example, for your bank as you are for an online sales thing, you probably won't have the same security in the online sales thing as you would through your bank. And now if it ever gets hacked on a website where you have your, or where you've just made a purchase from and it's your bank password, then they now have your bank password. It's a very simple thing. And you even Google or Apple generally has a, a generator for passwords and they're usually very strong. Yeah. So don't, um, even though it makes it easier for you to just use the same password across the board, you want to make sure like Toys R Us isn't your bank login. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, always check the company's shipping terms this time of year. It's um, you can be waiting quite a bit uh, for certain packages to arrive, and depending on uh, what country it might be coming from, uh, it may be stuck. Um, and customs and things like that. So um, you, import fees and stuff like that, that that's too, true where too. you think you're saving five bucks and then you realize it's costing you an extra $20 just to get it here. That's right. And these same companies, if you have to return anything, oftentimes you're on the hook for the return. So make sure if, wherever you're purchasing from, if there is a situation where a return is necessary, that you are aware of the terms and conditions because you might be responsible if something happens to that product to have to pay to have it shipped back or replaced. Nice. Um, use a credit card or PayPal. The nice thing about credit card and PayPal, um, they have security features where if, if there's a fraudulent purchase or something is done and you can dispute it and you can get it reversed, um, credit cards as well. I, I just recently heard this from a friend where a credit card company went in, shut down their card, because there was suspicious transactions happening. You may not always get that on like a visa debit necessarily or something like that. And the other thing too, like in my experience, PayPal, um, and again, we're not promoting or recommending any of these companies, but they are very good. If you have a charge that you're sure you didn't make, they're very quick to reverse it. So use payment methods that are safe and protect you 
with companies that have the ability to go in and help you with a disputed transaction so you're not stuck you know buying some school bus that you didn't even <laughs> really want um so use a reliable internet security program. That's kind of the last little piece of advice we have. Um, anything you're using on the computer, it's always good to have a up-to-date security thing on. It's going to offer you the best protection um, between real-time anti-phishing and identity theft protection. That's what these would be good for. Okay, cool. So those are some ways you can keep safe online this holiday season. Um, that's that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, to our clients, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We are so grateful for you placing your faith and trust in us for another year. Uh, Victoria, Andrea, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. To all of our clients, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as legal, financial, or professional advice. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Mutual funds and ETFs provided through Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the fun facts before investing. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated.